they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. Hold on, let me turn my light on. It's uh, 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 uh. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Thursday, August 17th, 2023, and this is episode 496 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. It's another Coffee with Brian daily morning chat. We'll be talking today. We'll be uh, talking about some uh, some stuff. Uh, looks like it was all spurred by yesterday's uh, yesterday's activities. Uh, but we'll be talking about a uh, a flashback to the the late '80s, early '90s, a flashback to the early '80s, and uh, a pet food hack that uh, that I experienced yesterday that I uh, I knew about. Never really thought about, but after I used it yesterday, realized how valuable it could be. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll also get into that perfect cup question of the day and hit the history segment. Ah, how's everybody doing this morning? I see James is back. Good morning, Gingerbread Farms. Pip rolling in this morning. How's it going, Pip? Hopefully the warehouse is organized and the trucks are empty and the forklift is turned off. Ah, what do we have in the cup today? Still rolling on that silver bullet blend. Still very happy that I am rolling on that silver bullet blend, getting to make that every morning. And uh, I might have to pull out some of the secret stash of uh, silver bullet that I have. I banked it away a little bit because I knew it was limited. I knew it was extra special and I knew I really liked it. So it was one of those... Um, you know when you have when you have regular M&Ms but you really 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 like peanut M&Ms and you can suffice yourself on the regular M&Ms and you hide those peanut M&Ms away and that day that you have a really shitty day or you're having a really shitty week and you need to turn it around let's uh let's get that uh silver bullet blend out and have some but now I'm thinking that it might not even have to be that special of occasion because the shit is just that good. I'll, I'll probably just drink it up and uh, then suffer through the fantastic coffee that I get every month anyway when the silver bullet blend is gone. But, man, it's good. It is good. Um, wake up every morning. I was beat-ass tired this morning for some reason. I don't know. I couldn't fall asleep last night. And uh, once I did, I didn't sleep the best, but uh, finally really fell asleep couple hours before I had to wake up, my eyes popped open and I went, ah, oh, silver bullet blend. <laughs> you know, you know, your morning is going to be good when you wake up. And the first thing you think about is enjoying your coffee and coming and talking with all of you folks in the morning. So you want to try some, uh, maybe reach out to Food Forest Farm, see if he's got any left, see if he can whip you some up. I know uh, we had it limited to uh, our six pounds and an ounce silver special uh, here at the Lots Project, but uh, I think I'm uh, I think I'm running those out, and we're going to bring them to SRF, so I don't know. I haven't talked to Brian about it, but maybe he's got a little stash of that silver bullet blend that he would uh, distribute to customers, and uh, I'm sure he would if he's got it. Uh, so definitely check out foodforestfarms.com. Use Lots 5 there anytime you order and you get 5% off. That's anytime, any item in the store. Got some cool jewelry over there I've been seeing. Um, awesome coffee for sure. Check it out, foodforestfarms.com. Blog post has, uh, has a lure link every day. Just click on the coffee that I'm drinking today, the blend I'm drinking. I always make that a link right to Brian's site so you can go check it out. So anyway, uh, give me two seconds. I'll be right back. Sorry, guys. Oh, man. All right. Where was I? Oh, coming up on five minutes. Might as well do that perfect cup here pretty quick and then get to the episode at hand. So here we go. All right. It's time for the 144th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lotsfeed. That's t.me 
slash lots feed. Look for the question posted around social media all day. The day before usually comes out late morning, early afternoon for the following morning. I swing around in the morning, grab all the answers and bring them to you in the Perfect Cup podcast. Perfect Cup question of the day today is, what is one goal or dream that you have for the future and what are you doing to achieve it? Again, that is, what is one goal or dream that you have for the future and what are you doing to achieve it? Wow, that's a heavy one for a Thursday morning. What's your hopes and dreams? Good morning, Canadian Farmstead. How are we doing this morning? Uh, what are your hopes and dreams? What are your hopes and dreams? Easy question, right? Easy. I just asked for one. It's not like I asked for all your dreams and hopes and how you're going to achieve them. Uh, just one. Just one. Uh, I uh, In first here, I've got mine on the list. This has uh, recently recently kind of i don't want to say it's changed um it got a name this has always been something that i've strived for pretty much my whole life never really knew how to quantify it never really it's a simple concept it's a very simple concept when i say it but i never really um put it simply and realized that it's very easy to obtain what is it simple but not easy easy but not simple Simple, but not easy. Um, mine is uh, to become net zero or better. <coughs> Excuse me, income wise. Net zero or better, uh, being able to um, being able to have everything paid monthly on its own. Um, doing that by trying to build passive incomes and also reducing the amount of it outflow. Uh, increased inputs passive reoccurring inputs and reducing those living expenses. And hopefully at some point they cross, they meet, and then they exceed. And uh, yeah, that is the goal. First is for me to be net zero as far as uh, my side of this whole venture with Corey, and then eventually uh, taking us to a combined net zero or better is the goal. And uh, we're working on it, working on it hard. And uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes for sure. James at Gingerbread Farms weighed in and said, I want to make my property produce enough food for my family and to continue to provide my for my family long after I'm gone. Very noble effort, James. We've talked about it before, I believe. I think this may have been a question way back early on. Uh, I remember that answer. And um, there's a reason. There's a reason because it's a fantastic answer. And it's, uh, it, yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's great every time you mention it. And uh, I know the laundry list of things that um, I know the laundry list of things you're doing to make that happen. And uh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And it's what a great goal to achieve. Pip says everything is simple. Not everything is easy. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's very it's very simple. Uh, my case is make more than you spend. Make more passively than you spend in a month. Simple. It's math. It's it's like really, really basic math. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's move on to Kyle. Kyle, uh, the Backwoods Butcher, says, I want my whole property fenced in for animal rotation and set up a type of food forest. Perfect. Perfect. That goes kind of in line with James's answer. I don't know if uh, if Kyle's kids will want to take on that uh, that thing that he's building. But uh, the way that the one is interested in knives and the way they're both interested in the feed store from watching his social media, I think he is well on his way to having a couple of little butchers there uh, running around. Dangerous women, those ones that you teach to be butchers. Canadian Farmstead weighed in and said, I want a dairy cow. I'm finishing other projects, so I don't have a dairy cow before I'm ready to have one, plus a million unfinished things. Yes, finish the fence before you you grab the dairy cow, but definitely uh, a, a good goal and um, working towards it and getting all the other stuff out of the way first is definitely wise. I, uh, I can't say that I followed that same path on a lot of things of my own. And uh, man, new shiny thing. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's try it and uh, experience it. So good on you. Good on you. Get that dairy cow. Um, you drink a lot of milk. 
what is the what is the onus behind getting the dairy cow? Is that uh, production of milk for yourself? Because I um, I don't drink any milk <laughs> ever. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Are you planning on doing milk and cheese and all the sorts? And um, hmm, curious, curious. I uh, I always considered a dairy cow and then um, realized I don't drink enough milk to make it worth it. So there is that. Uh, Brian Norton, uh, old scrambling there. I talked about in the intro with the silver bullet blend. He says his goal is to, um, <laughs> 1000 barefoot children dancing on his lawn. Um, he says I'm terracing the amphitheater and planting grass as well as building out a network of camping music festival humans one day at a time. Moving dirt by hand is the best therapy I've ever encountered. You can do it mindfully or mindlessly. Both look at both look the same from the outside. Um, yeah, there is something to be said for uh, there is something to be said for manual labor, especially manual labor in the sun, especially manual labor when you get tired and continue to um, continue to work. Uh, you get to a point where I should say I always got to a point where I would get in that groove and my muscles would get, I don't want to say um, overworn. Uh, I would get into this groove and everything would kind of go on autopilot and my mind would just kind of clear and then fill with all the stuff it needed to at the moment. Uh, it was kind of like that break point. It was uh, that runner's high, I guess, is, uh, is another way to uh, look at it. I, um, I used to do running. We used to run 5Ks and 10Ks and stuff. And I was training for a, for a, for a marathon that didn't ever happen. But that runner's high you got once, once you got your body to push toward past the certain point, there it was. And it sucked getting to that point. That was the reason you didn't go on the run was that beginning part. But man, when you hit that groove, when you hit that runner's high, it made it all worth it. And I don't think I've ever hit that point on a run where I went, man, I really wish I didn't do this. So I get it, man. I get it. It's a great thing. And being out there in uh, in the outdoors and working hard is great. Canadian Farm said follow up, said he wanted, uh, he wants to make cheese. Cheese. He wants to make cheese. Fair enough. Fair enough. Any particular kind of cheese that you like? You have to get that type of cow. Pip. Wait in the duction cup guy Pip from duction cups says I want duction cups to be a billion dollar industry one billion dollars and uh, yeah I I think it's um, it's got the legs man it's got the legs for sure uh, we were talking yesterday and you said cartoons and I just my my head kind of exploded because um, I was thinking a bunch of other directions and you said cartoons and I'm like this is this is it. This is it for sure. I like it. I like it, man. He says, I started with the history segment and a few Jeep friends. I'll let you know how it turns out. Nice. Nice. I, uh, I hope you don't have to let me know. I hope I'm along for the ride and watch the whole thing happen. And I hope everyone here does too. Uh, Corey, I got Corey to weigh in today. Corey's been on uh, a mental break here for a little while with her new job and her training and all that stuff. So We'll give her a little slack that she's uh, she's not been answering the last few days. But she threw one out there today because her hopes and dreams are easy. Um, getting them for her is the is a little tougher. But she said her uh, number one goal right now and dream is to obtain our first unimproved property. Well, she said property. I said unimproved because, nah, that's going to be a little easier uh, to work on and uh, acquire that and start building our empire uh, again and different this time. So I, uh, I I wholeheartedly support her goal and wholeheartedly am, am working on it for her uh, to achieve it for us and, uh, and build our dream together. And that circles right back to my, we're in alignment, here you go. I answered mine and she had no idea what I answered. She answered hers, and I think we're in alignment in the fact that hers helped achieve mine. So there we go. 
And there we go for full circle back to the first answer. Again, the question today for the Perfect Cup question was, what is one goal or dream that you have for the future? And what are you doing to achieve it? Perfect Cup question of the day. Going to throw those answers or throw those questions out the rest of the week. You can find them at t.me slash lots feed or across all socials later in the morning uh, for tomorrow's question. And then starting again on Sunday for Monday's question. So be sure to look out for that. Drop an answer, leave a comment, let me know what you're thinking, and we will be sure to try to get it on the show. With that, it's been another episode of The Perfect Cup. Now back to the main show. Goals and dreams, goals and dreams. <laughs> and anyway, yeah, I um, I got lots of things in the works to kind of achieve my goal. I'm excited about it. Right now, working on uh, on the Comfrey book and, uh, man, spinning out some projects yesterday uh, while I was doing laundry. I had some brainstorming time with some people online, <coughs> and it was like full blast, full blast ideas, um, really flowing. I got in one of those states where I just kind of sat back and look at everything and um, no pressure to come up with any answers or ideas or anything. It was just laundry time, like time that would have been um, consumed sitting there staring at Duck Dynasty TV or my phone playing a game. Uh, it really relieves the pressure of um, of thoughts and ideas flowing when I don't feel like I'm just uh, spinning, spinning and thinking on time that could be productive otherwise. So when I, I'm in the middle of a work day and I sit down and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to think for a little while. I feel like I could be doing so much more. Uh, when I have that thing that I'm tied at, the, at that laundry mat waiting for our sheets and, and blankets and everything to dry, I feel like I'm, I'm already accomplishing something. So all that free thought is just, uh, it's just a free flow of energy. And it, it was great. It was great. I was, uh, I was excited. I, uh, I had great conversations about four different four i think four different of my projects plus someone else's so perfect it's perfect i really liked it and um it's going good things are going good things are going good and there'll be some changes coming up guys uh just a little sneak peek for the people that listen and are here live um not going to talk about anything specific but changes are a coming changes are a coming Anyway, we're coming up on 18. Let's get to that history segment and uh, roll through that, get to the topics of the day. All right, everybody, this is lots of history for August 17th, 2023. August 17th, 2023. Here we go. Well, hello, humans, and happy Friday Eve. We have steamboats, first kill in a car, and the zero mission, and a few dozen other things today on lots of history. Just an FYI, Pip sent me a side note and said, hey, bud, um, really got into reading those stories today. You might want to cut some out. So if you don't hear what you want to hear, definitely check out the Lots Project website at thelotsproject.com. Find the blog post from episode 496 and check out the history segment notes in the bottom. I will include all the notes that Pip did. And uh, maybe I will make bold the ones that I didn't have time to get to. Here we go. Here we go. Gingerbread Farm says he doesn't like change. Dude, this change will be good. Don't worry. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Uh, this day, August 17th, 1807, Robert Fulton's North River Steamboat leaves New York City for Albany, inaugurating the first commercial steamboat service in the world. The steamer's inaugural run was helmed by Captain Andrew Brink and left New York on August 17th, 1807, with a com complement of invited guests aboard. They arrived in Albany two days later after 32 hours of travel time and 20-hour stop at Livingston's estate, Claremore Manor. The return trip was completed in 30 hours with only a one-hour stop at Claremont. The average speed of the steamer was five miles per hour. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> this day, I guess in 1807, the trip between New York City and Albany wouldn't have been as bad as it is currently. But uh, 
This day, August 17th, 1896, Bridget Driscoll became the first recorded case of a pedestrian killed in a collision with a motor car in the United Kingdom. Running them down. I guess they didn't let them have guns then, so it had to kill people with cars. Although the car's maximum speed was eight miles per hour. Wow. <laughs> uh, it had been limited, limited deliberately to four miles per hour. The speed at which the driver, Arthur James Edsel of Upper Norwood, claimed to have been traveling. His passenger, Alice Standing of Forest Hill, alleged the modif he modified the engine to allow the car to go faster. But another taxi cab driver examined the car and said it was incapable of exceeding four and a half miles per hour because of a low speed engine belt. The collision happened just a few weeks after a new act of parliament had increased the speed limit for cars to 14 miles per hour from two miles per hour in towns and four miles per hour in the countryside. Pips notes the average bicycle was 10 miles per hour at the time of invention. The Fast and the Furious. 138 pedals for pinks. Don't dom pedals a swift walker bicycle to beat a four mile per hour car and then starts the horsepower mods. Oh, Pip's attempted humor. I like it, Pip. I definitely like it. Um, who the fuck can't get out of the way of a car traveling four miles per hour? And if you can't, how the hell do you die from it? What is going on? Were people extremely slow in 1896? Wow. Slow and fragile. Um, this day, August 17th, 1945, the novel Animal Farm. The novel Animal Farm by George Orwell is first published. It tells the story of a group of anamorph anamorphic animal farm animals who rebel against their human farmer hoping to create a society where the animals can be equal, free, and happy. Ultimately, the rebellion is betrayed, and under the dictatorship of a pig named Napoleon, the farm ends up in a state as bad as it was before. Tips notes, Napoleon always be starting stuff. Yeah, old animal farm. If you haven't read it, I would suggest it. I would definitely suggest it. This day, August 17th, 1958, pioneered... Uh, Pioneer Zero, America's first attempt at lunar orbit, is launched using the first Thor-able rocket and fails, notable as one of the first attempted launches beyond Earth orbit by any country. It was designed and operated by the Air Force Ballistic Missile Division as the first spacecraft in the Pioneer program and was the first attempt la attempted launch beyond the Earth orbit by any country. But the rocket failed shortly after launch. The probe was intended to be called Pioneer or Pioneer 1, but the launch failure preceded the name. Pips notes, well, you call it zero. What did you think would happen? The history book's talking about mission zero. Silly engineers. Yeah, was the first thing I was thinking was, why the hell would you name mission zero um, unless you weren't doing anything? And then it said uh, the crash preceded the name, I guess. So, yeah, there you go. This day, August 17th, um... Monica Lewinsky scandal, old Billy Clint admits it in tape testimony. Later that same day, he admits before the nation that he misled people about the relationship. It depends on what the definition of it is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the circus. So once you realize the circus is here um, and you look back, Throughout your time on this earth, do you ever notice what a circus it used to be, too? Uh, this day, August 17th, 1999, the 7.6 um, 7 sized earthquake shakes northwestern Turkey, excuse me, uh, with a maximum Mercalli in, uh, intensity of, that's nine, violet violent excuse me leaving this must be a different scale than the richter scale leaving 17,118 to 17,127 dead and 43,000 to 50,000 injured the 1999 earthquake was part of a seismic sequence along the north anatolian fault that started in 1939 jesus 60 years causing large earthquakes that moved progressively 
from the east to the west over a period of 60 years. The earthquake encouraged the establishment of so-called earthquake tax aimed at providing assistance to the ones affected by the earthquake. Pips notes, I don't know about you, but I don't know how someone would tax an earthquake. Oh, they tax the people more and not the earthquake. That makes more sense from government. Dude, nothing from government makes sense. Uh, this day, August 17th, 2008, American swimmer Michael Phelps becomes the first person to win eight gold medals at one Olympics. Pips notes, meanwhile, Sublime is playing in the background. But then one day I met a man who came to me and said, hard work, good, hard work, fine, but first take care of the head. Old Michael, old Michael enjoyed a, a bowl of salad with all his 7,000 calories a day. Yes, he did. He was a salad eater for sure. Let's get to the birthdays today, August 17th. Let's say happy birthday to Davy Crockett, 1786, American soldier and politician, uh, an American folk hero, frontiersman, soldier, and politician. He is often referred to in popular culture as the king of the wild frontier. He represented Tennessee in the U.S. House of Representatives and served in Tex in the Texas Revolution. Uh, 19 or 1887, Marcus Garvey, a Jamaican journalist and activist, founded the Black Star Line. A Jamaican political activist, he founded and first president, founder and first president, general of the Universal Negro Improvement Association and African Communities League, uh, more commonly known as the UNIA, through which he declared himself provincial president of Africa. Ideologically a black nationalist and pan-Africanist, his ideas came to be known as Garveyism. Uh, August 17th, 1914, Franklin Delano Roosevelt Jr., American lawyer and politician. He served as the United States Congressman from New York from 1949 to 1955, and in 1963 was appointed United States uh, Under Secretary of Commerce by President John F. Kennedy. This day, August 17th, 1929, Francis Gary Powers, American capital, captain and pilot, an American pilot whose central intelligence agency Lockheed U-2 spy plane was shot down while flying a reconnaissance mission in Soviet Union airspace, causing the 1960 U-2 incident. Pips notes, the dude worked from KNBC News in Los Angeles. Imagine being a freshman reporter that gets the cool video footage of a car chase scene because the pilot used to be a super pilot. <laughs> Uh, August 17, 1943, Robert De Niro, American actor, entrepreneur, director, and producer, known for his collaborations with Martin Scorsese. He is considered to be one of the most influential actors of his generation. Pips notes, I need to rewatch the movie Heat again. <laughs> Isn't it burned into your memory banks? Uh, let's see. Let's go down to these passing. Oh, wait, one more notable birthday. Uh, 1959, August 17th, 1959, David Koresh was born, American cult leader. <laughs> Pips knows something about a city in Texas and the ATF. I don't recall. I do. They fucking killed a bunch of people there. Um, this day, let's go here. Donnie Wahlberg, um, cheerleader Melissa. Dude, who are these people? Let's see, August 17th, 1988, Jihadi John, Kuwaiti-British member of ISIS, a British militant of Kuwaiti origin seen in several videos produced by the Islamic extremist group ISIL. ISIL. It's ISIL. In 2014 and 2015, a group of his hostages nicknamed him John since he was the part of a four-person terrorist cell with English accents whom they called the Beatles. Uh, the press later became calling him Jihadi John. Oh, great. Uh, who died today? 1940, Billy Fisk, American soldier and pilot, American combat fighter pilot, and Olympic bobsledder at, at the 1928 and 1932 Winter Olympics. Fisk won gold as a driver for the U.S. Bob, bobsled team, also acting as American Olympic flag bearer in 1932. Um, morning. Pickle Pete, how we doing? Do, do, do. 1979, uh, John C. Allen passed away, American roller coaster designer, a roller coaster designer who was responsible for the revival of the wooden roller coaster, which began in the 1960s. Pips notes, he once said, you don't need a degree in engineering to design roller coasters. You need a degree in psychology. 
that degree in engineering kind of helps to keep from killing people. I think. Pretty sure. <coughs> August 17th, 1988, Franklin Delano Roosevelt Jr., American lawyer and politician. Born this day in 1914. Pips notes, yes, this dude was born on and died on the same day, August 17th, 1914 through August 17th, 1988. Pips side notes, I was wondering when I would get to see the, the first born on, died on the same day in the segment. Uh, 1990, uh, Pearl Bailey died, American singer and actress. In 1976, she became the first African-American to receive the Screen Actors Guild Life Achievement Award. She received the Presidential Medal of Freedom on October 17th, 1988. Holidays today, August 17th, is Engineers Day in Colombia, Flag Day in Bolivia. Indonesia celebrates the Independence Proclamation from Japan in 1945. Gabon celebrates the independence of from France in 1960. Marcus Garvey Day in Jamaica, uh, some unpronounceable word by me in Slovenia, and San Martin Day in Argentina. And the headline holiday today is Black Cat Appreciation Day in the United States. In the United States, August 17th is Black Cat Appreciation Day. Wayne H. Morris created a day in honor of his late sister, June, who had a black cat, Sinbad. What? The day was chosen in memorial of June's passing. Research by the ASPCA shows that black cats are the least likely to be adopted from shelters of any type of cat. This cat, this can be partially because the superstition behind black cats, such as their association with witchcraft or bad luck, or because they appear dull next to the more colorful cats. This trend has now spread across the United States with many shelters offering free adoption of black, black cats on Black Friday. Pips notes, wait, not on Black Cat Appreciation Day, on Black Friday, like uh, the shopping day after, after Thanksgiving. Pips notes, I'm not a cat, dude. Yeah, you are. Uh, but apparently one of the two housemates' black cats has apparently claimed me as his human. Oddly enough, the cat's name is Sarai. What? How do you say that, Pip? Put that phonetically in the comments, please. <laughs> this concludes our Friday Eve edition of Lots of History. May your day be doing stuff successful. If not, just keep on sucking until you succeed. <laughs> Cheers, Pip from Duction Cups, wandering off. <laughs> Thanks, Pip. Thanks, Pip. If you enjoyed the history segment, please check out DuctionCups.com slash lots. That's DuctionCups.com slash lots. Get yourself a bouncy and a plugsy. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I was guessing. Pip's, uh, Pip's, Pip's black cat friend's name is Sorry. S-A-R-R-I. As opposed to what the Canadian farmstead says. Sorry. Uh, all right, guys, let's get to the topics that I got on the list. Morning, Backwoods Butcher, how we doing? Um, that was a wonderful telegram message to wake up to this morning, by the way. Uh, no one else in the crowd will know what I'm talking about, but Jesus, dude, really? <laughs> Lucky you. All right, what do we got today? Let's start with um, a trip back to the late 80s, early 90s yesterday. I got, I finally was able to talk to a insurance agent, an insurance agent that uh, knew quite a bit about full-time RVing. They specialized in it. I was going to, I was intending to go through my mailbox company. Uh, they had an insurance company. Yeah, what a cock waffle that guy was. Um, not a big fan. Not a big fan. Uh, I value customer service. It's one thing I strive for in uh, in every interaction with a customer or just a, a contact or someone that uh, I'm meeting. Anything. Treat people with respect and they're going to work with you a hell of a lot more. Uh, I submitted. They had. Okay, let's see. When I went to the physically went there to the mailbox facility to pick up a package, to be there, you know, to have gone to my home, I guess, was uh, one thing I wanted to do. Uh, so I went there and I had all the mix up with uh, having to schedule my mail pickup. There was that. That was one intention. I was picking up the mail that I had there. 
The second was to obtain insurance now that I had everything changed over for the vehicles. And the girl's like, oh, you just fill out this form and drop it off or email it or, or send it in to us and then we'll get you a quote. Well, the form looked like, I don't know, a sixth grader with um, with 1985 Apple IIe put it together on a, on a fucking word processor and made no sense. It had incomplete questions. It had, uh, it was just, it was horribly confusing to fill out. And it didn't ask me what I wanted. It asked me what I had. Well, I don't need to change insurances to get the same thing. I was not a full-time RVer and not a resident of South Dakota. Now I am a full-time RVer and a resident of South Dakota. I think my insurance needs may have changed. I was looking for someone to talk to. I figured, okay, it's an intake form. You fill it out and uh, you fill it out and they take it. They put the, they put the information in the computer. Then they'll give me a call. And uh, we'll go over some questions, you know, like what what would you like to increase to? What are your what are your thoughts with a blah blah blah? Like an, a normal insurance agent would do, or at least in my experience, if I wanted one, if I didn't go and and just get the policy on my own on the web. So these people specialized in in uh, domicile for full time RVers. I figured that they would be very open to uh, to sharing the knowledge of what respectable coverage is. I guess so. <laughs> I get an email back, basically says, got your form, it isn't complete. I said, well, I didn't complete the sections that were irrelevant since I wanted to change those coverages. I told them who the coverage was with, the coverages that I still wanted to keep the same, but I didn't fill out anything because I didn't want them to quote me for something I didn't want. I thought that would have been a waste of time. Why don't you call me and find out what I actually need? So... They emailed me, told me the form wasn't filled out. I emailed them back and told them that what I thought about filling out their form. And they said, well, you need to fill it out or we can't give you a quote. I said, well, how do I know what I need? Can you call me? Can we talk on the phone? Can I ask you some questions? We can do everything that we need to do through email. Okay. Well, right then we were on our trip and I said, well, fuck you. I'm not dealing with this until we got back. We had a few, we were starting to have a little rough journey and this was just something I didn't need to deal with. I got back and I thought about it the whole rest of the trip and I got back and I said, well, we need to get this shit changed. We need to get it taken care of. Um, and so I just went on a journey to find a insurance rep that, uh, that specialized in that search, did some Googling, did some, um, did some looking and some, some full-time RVer groups I'm in and I found a guy. Found a guy. I didn't find a guy. I found a uh, a branch of a uh, insurance group that handled it. Uh, but it put me in contact. I filled out the generic form online. Guy emails me right back. He says, "Hey, what are you looking for?" And I I explained the situation in the email. He sent me a very well put together intake form. Um, Corey was impressed because it had a smiley face emoji on it. They were just asking where you heard it from, and I think it was to draw attention there, so people got credit for uh, for the referrals. But regardless, um, great intake form. It didn't it didn't have all the specifics. Um, it it looked like they were trying to figure out what you wanted, not what you currently had, and verified that you currently had insurance because that is a rate reducer. Uh, so I went through this new guy. It was great, uh, super easy process through email, through talking on the phone. Yesterday, I finalized everything finally. Uh, just been poking along and I couldn't get to him. He's in a different time zone and it was just like, um, it took days. Not because it was a hard process, just because of timing. And uh, so all finalized, ended up uh, the best full-time RV insurance goes, the RV insurance goes through Progressive. Um, and so I had to like do the e-signing and I was doing it all on the, on the site and I got everything taken care of truck, truck and, and camper, everything switched over. And there's an alert on my account. I'm like, Oh, great. What else, what else is there? What else do I have to figure out? Cause I did the e-signing everything. And it said, you need to submit proof of prior insurance. Um, 
my trailer insurance before was with them. So they knew I had prior trailer insurance. My, my truck insurance was with somebody else. So I had to sell them my insurance card, basically, because it was cheaper if you had continual insurance. I'm like, okay, I got this. I got it in the truck. I got it on the computer. I got it on the, the website for the company. I got this. Where do I email it? Where do I submit it on the website? Now, this is 2023, right? Like, I know sometimes I forget what fucking year it is, and I, I don't know how old I am and all that stuff, but it's not 1989, right? It's not 1993. I looked on the website. The only way you can, the only way you can submit the proof of insurance, prior insurance, proof of prior insurance is A, through the mail, through the post office. It's fine. B, fax. C, no other fucking options. Who has a fax machine? It's 2023. What the fuck? No email option? Really? No submit it on the website? No attach it to your file? Nothing like that? 2023? No? mail or fax sat there and i was like what the fuck am i gonna do i don't have a fax machine i don't even have a i do have a printed copy i do have a printed copy in the cab car so if i found a fax machine i could use it and i'm like sitting here and i i tell Corey, i'm like what the fuck this is stupid uh so i did a google search and uh yeah i found a free fax service online all i had to do was have the file on the computer and it faxed it to him but who, who the fuck is there literally a fax machine sitting in their office rolling out faxes all rolled up on crinkly paper and all that shit? What the hell is wrong with progressive? It's not like a fly by night. Um, yeah. Golden Cricket says I have an app for faxing. Correct. Why do we need that? Why can't we have an app to send it to another app? This is stupid. I couldn't believe it. Mail or fax. Ugh. Two seconds, I figured it out online. Free fax service. It was, it was what it was. But uh, like, how do you just not have an email submission? Email at the least. Let alone attach your own documents. I have plenty of plenty of online services, especially crypto, where you literally just attach your documents to the file and it's there. They verify it, save it. It is good. Oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, there was that. <laughs> I uh, we also spun back and uh, and took a trip back to 1983 last night when we uh, we sat down. We've um, had a rough rough go of it here with the heat and everything. We've had some really beautiful weather the last couple of days, so we we're just kind of relaxing. And um, of course, if you want to watch a movie. Yeah, let's do it. Let's watch a movie. Um, and so we started searching through. Uh, here's a quick little hack. If you are on Amazon and you can wait an extra day, always pick that uh, prime delivery day when they want to give you $3 credits. $3. Uh, half the time when I look, the prime day is actually the same day as it's saying it's going to deliver it to me. So it's not even any different day delivery, but they give me $3. Uh, those $3, they add up and you can get free movies. You can buy them, you can rent them, uh, things like that. So we had a little credit built up. So we decided to buy a movie and we were looking through and, and uh, we we're like, what do we want to buy? And we settled on National Lampoon's Summer Vacation. Corey and I had both seen it. I had seen it a bunch. She had seen it a bunch, but it had been a long time since either of us had seen it. Oh, guys, I laughed so hard. That shit is funny. I forgot how funny that movie is. I forgot so many of the absolutely hilarious scenes in that movie uh, that no one talks about. They might be a little borderline uh, acceptable these days. I don't know. But man, ha, it was so good. It was so good. I'm so glad we bought it and didn't rent it. Uh, it was like four bucks to buy. Well worth every Amazon Prime delivery day that I had to do to get it paid for. <laughs> but if you've never seen it, if you've only seen the Christmas vacation, which um, most people 
Most people have seen that or at least heard of it. If you haven't ever seen the summer vacation where they roll to Wally World and uh, on a road trip, oh man, it's good. It's good. Definitely check it out. Check it out. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. Check it out. Uh, National Lampoon's summer vacation. And I'm guessing we'll end up uh, com uh, completing the trifecta of the United States movies and uh, get the Vegas vacation soon and uh, maybe go international and at some point pick up European vacation. Yeah, yeah. Right now we are the proud owners of Christmas and summer. Ah, all right. So that was back to 83. Uh, other than that, let's uh, let's talk about some uh, a food hack. You got dogs. If you have dogs and you have, um, wow, thank you. If you have dogs, <laughs> he heard me talking about dogs. He decided to come over and shower me with his with his slobber. If you have dogs, here we go. I'm going to actually say it this time. And you have to feed them, which most people have to feed their dogs. You may feed them raw, so this might not apply to you. If you feed them kibble and you buy the kibble at the store, start downloading. Hey, how we doing? We're back. <laughs> Click down and see your computer. Up. <laughs> Funny. Uh, anyway, let's see. <laughs> Kyle says, if you have dogs, eat your dogs. No. All right. Sorry. The internet blicked out there for a second. If you have dogs and, um, and you feed them kibble and you buy the kibble, you don't feed them raw. You don't make your own, any of that shit. Uh, I would seriously look for a pet sense near you pet sense by tractor supply it's a uh it's a pet food store it's like petco or pet smart and shit, shit like that uh i started using them out of necessity when i couldn't find my food other places so the reason i say use this is they have a deal going that once you buy 10 bags of food you get a free one you get a free bag of food you might not think that this adds up, but yesterday I got a free $100 bag of food. A $100 bag of, it's 30 pound, 30 pound bags, you can even, 33 pounds, 33 pounds for $100. Uh, I recalled that when I had to buy that back before we went on our trip, when we had no other choice, that I had reached that 100 or 10 bag pinnacle. Um, this has been going on for a long time. This program goes on for a long time. It just saves it on your phone number and, uh, you can actually accumulate different styles of food. So when I came back in yesterday and they had actually had a Yukonuba that I, I wanted to buy, or I didn't want to buy because it was hundred dollars, but they had, uh, some of the stuff that we do buy. That's a little less expensive. I said, right before our trip, I got a free bag and they didn't have any in stock. So they're like, oh, just, just ask for it the next time you come in. Um, so when I went in yesterday to buy the food, they only had a little bit of the inexpensive food, one bag of the inexpensive food. Uh, but I also looked and they had uh, a bag of Yukonuba of the large breed uh, that we got. And I said to myself, I'm pretty sure I remember them saying that I had a free bag of Yukonuba. Took it up to the counter. I said, hey, I think I got a free bag. She says, okay, hold on. She pulls it up. I'm looking at the screen with her because the, the computer screen's kind of turned towards the customer. And um, they said, it said like seven bags or three bags Diamond Natural. One free bag available, Yukonuba. So it even sorts down by brand. And if you buy a couple different brands, it will add up and it'll accumulate. And then when you buy that brand on the 11th one, it's free. I had a free $100 bag of dog food yesterday. Now you say, well, you got to buy 10. So it's $10 off per bag for that food. Still doesn't make it sustainable for us. I'm not buying dog food for $3 a pound. I'd rather just go buy shitty beef or something and feed them that. But 
$4 a bag on uh, on a $40 bag of food. It's not bad. It's not bad. If you're going to buy it anyway, you have to buy it anyway. <laughs> sure is nice to save that 40 bucks when you uh, walk into the store and you go, oh, I got three bags. It's going to be $120. Oh, nope. No, sir. Your total today is 80. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. You don't do anything. You sign up with a phone number. It just counts. Buy your pet food at PetSmart. Buy tractor supply. Pet sense. Sorry. <laughs> Wherever. I usually go to tractor supply. They've been out of the damn food. So I've been going to the other place. And then I realized I should go to the other place. I should go to the place that tractor supply owns. And I was like, thought to myself for a second. I wonder if it's more expensive at uh, pet sense, like mm -mm, $4 more a bag. It's not same price, same price. Kyle, the backwoods butcher says we use prom and they do the same thing. Yeah. we used to be on a program. What the hell was that food that we used to buy um, for our boxers? Long, 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 long time ago had a program like that. Canada, Canada, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That was expensive, too, at the time. <coughs> anyway, anyway, what else we got going on today? What's going on today is I uh, I think I got a computer day. I got a lot of setting up to do. I have to uh, get uh, the interview for tonight set up and uh, get that link to my guest. My guest tonight is going to be Drake Knighton-Hessler. Knighton-Hessler. It's a, it's a long one, but I definitely can pronounce it. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, but tonight we're going to be talking about how to uh, change, how to, how to land better clients. I believe we're going to go down the path of qualifying those clients, how to, uh, how to magnetize your business and how to bring them to you. Uh, Drake seems like a really cool guy. He's had an interesting adventure and we'll bring him on talk to talk to him about what he knows in the field of bringing in more great clients. So I'm excited to have that chat. That's going to be at six central tonight on lots to talk about. Hey, Kyle, um, what time is your live tonight? Is that at six or seven? Uh, if it's at six, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a little busy. I'm not going to be able to watch, but, uh, if it's at seven, I encourage everybody to make an evening of it. Check out the interview with Drake Knight in Hessler and then uh, and then hang out after the fact and check out the the butchers on SRF. Um... <laughs> Backwoods butcher, Backwoods butcher says I definitely have a little more pep in my step this morning. It was probably the picture, um, probably not the picture, probably the fact that I've been stewing on a bunch of stuff. Uh, for probably the last two weeks and um, probably been stewing on some stuff probably about the last two weeks and things finally finally cleared up yesterday finally pulled the trigger made started making some decisions um, things I was waffling on and going rounds in circles and finally landing on the same thing enough times to make myself confident that that was the right decision so only time will tell. Only time will tell. A bunch of things are, uh, are going to be shaken up and um, both here privately that you probably won't notice and a lot of things uh, publicly will change too. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Lots of stuff in the hopper. And like I said, what a great brainstorming session yesterday uh, in 15 different directions. Exactly the way my brain likes to work when I'm coming up with ideas, when I'm brainstorming when I'm thinking about projects. It's not always just one at a time. Um, throw it out there and it just, it just, um, the synapses start firing and they don't always work on what I want to focus on. Um, so I'll be trying to think about say the podcast and the, and the direction of the podcast. And my brain wants to talk about the comfrey project. And yesterday it was just a full blast. I had nothing else, no other responsibilities other than my alarm going off in 30 minutes for the dryers to be done. And I was able to just let it flow. Um, having different conversations with different people, going back and forth, and all that stuff got notated. And man, it was really productive. I appreciate everybody. Uh, some of you here in the audience today that uh, bullshitted with me for that time. It was very productive on my end. And hopefully it was productive on your end also. So thank you. 
thank you. That's a, a great part about community. Because everybody, everybody that I talked to yesterday was built through this community, and uh, I can't thank them enough for the 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 just the inspiration and the the sounding boards they provide. So appreciate all you guys. Appreciate it. Um, Gingerbread's wondering what uh, he's got a question mark. I bet he's wondering what the picture is. I don't think you want to. Um, uh, I don't think you want to know what that picture was, James. Especially if you're driving down the road right now with uh, a lot of weight. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says, in the words of Triple H, "Cowboy butts drive you nuts." <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's cowboy nuts. Cowboy butts drain your nuts. <laughs> That one's for you, Kyle. <laughs> uh, SRF episode tonight is at 7 Central. Kyle puts 7. Kyle is in Eastern time zone, and I am in Central time zone. So when I ask Kyle, what time is the SRF thing tonight? My show's at 6 Central. He writes 7. So whether that's 6 Central, 7 Eastern... Or 7 Central, 8 Eastern, is still yet to be determined. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, item of the day today. Let's uh, let's hit that item of the day. It's uh, Reflectix Bubble Wrap Insulation. Um, Reflectix Bubble Pack Insulation. It's the stuff that we, uh, it's the stuff we use to insulate our windows. Uh, it's, oh, man, we've used it for a ton of stuff around here. Super versatile, lightweight, easy to store, easy to work with, uh, super low R value, but it doesn't take up a lot of, uh, it doesn't take up a lot of, uh, of uh, space in the insulation. It's thin, flexible, like I said, doesn't make you itch like fiberglass insulation. And uh, yeah, it doesn't go bad. I guess it does get worn out. The silver wears out of it, <laughs> off of it after a long time of use, but check it out. Uh, a million different uses for it around the homestead or definitely for a full-time RVer or even a recreational RVer that wants to keep their uh, their camper more temperate while they're out in the hot days or the cold days too. So let's see. Backwoods Butcher says 7 Central. There you go. Hang out for Drake and myself this evening on Lots to Talk About. And after that, plan on sliding right over to the SRF channel and check out um, check out the um check out the butchers on the srf channel talking about the the butcher off and things of that nature at srf uh backwoods butcher says if i can announce i've got tiffany coming on my show saturday if you're over in the backwoods butcher um the the in the backwoods or liberty meat chat you'll know who tiffany is uh, awesome awesome butcher uh, and uh tiffany's going to be coming on kyle's show this weekend so that is awesome yeah, guys, uh, check out that item of the day. If you don't need to buy that, particularly on Amazon, I made it easy for you just to get to the Amazon homepage, but still use our affiliate link. Just scroll down in the video notes or the audio notes and hit that general Amazon link. And after you do, if you went that far, you might as well bookmark it, make it easier for yourself and uh, have it available all the time. Just click that bookmark or that little uh, page app on your phone screen. And it gets you in the tracking for us. And I appreciate it. All those little purchases all add up for sure. And that's uh, that's on our way to our goal to be uh, net zero or better. Those little, those little income streams right there is what's making it happen. What's building that? It's building the empire, guys. Check it out. Share it. Share the show. With that. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Tomorrow, 30K giveaway, 30,000 Satoshis up for grabs as long as we can get that qualifying 10 entrances in. Find your wife, find your husband, find your brother, Canadian Harmstead. Have him swing by and join in the fun. We just need 10, guys, and I'll be giving away 30,000 Satoshis. See you tomorrow morning.